The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai, entrepreneur, wife, and mother of three, once divorced and now remarried to a much younger man, uncut and uncensored with Caroline Stanbury follows me as I live my life unapologetically and shows you that there is life after 40. I discuss everything from relationships, health, wellness, business, parenting, friendships. I'm here to let you know that not only is there a life after divorce, but you have the power to make it your best one yet, just like I did. Listen to all new episodes every Wednesday, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. Today's a solo because I have an announcement to make. I can't believe I'm saying this. After all I've said and done, to know me is to know that I come in hot with strong opinions with really not a lot of understanding. And that's something I need to work on with my therapist. Okay. But with that being said, I need everybody to know that I'm officially laying down my Brittany Mahomes sword. You guys, I cannot be the torch-carrying troll anymore for Brittany Mahomes. I was on my high horse. I had my convictions. I was like, I am right. No one likes Brittany. It's a TikTok thing. Like, I felt like I was on the right side of history, okay? And bitch, she was on the wrong side yet again. But see, the thing about me is that I'm self-aware enough to know, I know when to say uncle. And, and I'm officially saying uncle. And no, it's not because the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, okay? I have more character than that. It's because Lent is upon us. And I thought, what should I give up for Lent this year? And just for the record, I literally never give anything up for Lent because I'm a horrible Catholic. I literally taught CCD. I went to all-girl Catholic high school, which is obviously why I'm a lesbian. And I taught CCD. And did I? Did I tell the kids that they were imps? Which is literally, that's baby devil, okay? Nobody even uses that word. That's like a word from the pilgrim era. But yeah, everybody knows I'm a bad Catholic and never go to church. But I got to say the timing was just perfect. And I decided to like end my campaign against Brittany Mahomes. Like, well, like last week, actually. So you know what? I just thought the timing is perfect. She's giving up trolling Brittany Mahomes for Lent. Okay. And, but I don't want to just go until Easter. I think I would like to kick this habit. Okay. Because you know what? Being a troll, being a hater, it's just not the vibe. And the way I get so angry at people that troll me, I don't know, I'm conflicted because like there's trolling and then there's being honest. Like I'm not like on Brittany Mahomes friggin' Instagram, like telling her her outfit sucks or she needs to get like a new hairstyle. I'm saying it behind her back. It is different. I feel like online, I feel like there's a trolling spectrum. First off, we all talk shit, okay? So like that's called manners, okay? But like, yeah, talking shit's fine. Honestly, it's one of my favorite pastimes. But I think that shit talking (gasps) over and over and over and over and over and over and over again on a public platform, the Taylor Strecker Show, here, Taste of Taylor, also straight up with Stassi. I've definitely 
carried this torch against Brittany Mahomes for quite some time. Like, lots of people are listening to my opinions. And so while that's not as bad, okay, Brenda, you're still worse than me. I'm not DMing Brittany, okay? That's psychotic behavior. People who troll people on social media in their DMs, in their comment sections, like you're basically leaving a flaming bag of dog poo on somebody's front porch. Like it doesn't get more intimate than that, okay? What I'm doing is shit talking, but listen... I've shat talked on a public platform for long enough. I mean, guys, I've almost been in radio and podcasting for 20 years. I know I'm aging myself, but like my mouth's gotten me in trouble. We know it. Sheena from Vanderpump Rules to this day probably hates me every time I see her. It's Ox City because I talk shit about her. And honestly, I stand by that shit talk. Unless you're listening, Sheena, in which case I'm sorry. And so while I'm not as bad as somebody who drags somebody like to their face, I mean, listen, I can just tell by the way people DM me and tag me in every single news story that comes out about Brittany Mahomes that like I have become the poster child for dragging Brittany and I don't want to be about that life anymore. And I know I'm sorry if I'm disappointing anybody because it's been fun. Girl, we've had fun while we've been here, but like I'm done. I'm laying down my sword, okay? I'm taking off my Britney boxing gloves. Um, Finn, we're done. And I'm using Lent as like um, a tangible reason to like really stick to it because trust me, your girl has been tested by the Lord. The way I decided this and then so many stories came out and so many people were DMing things and I was like, Taylor, don't kick the vein. Taylor, be good. I mean, primo content we're talking about here and she prevailed okay so I have to stay on the straight and narrow but I just I thought it was only fair to share this with you guys because you've been on my journey of like billy goading under the bridge so it's like now we are wrapping this gift up and tying her in a bow so everybody knows to stop sending me these amazing salacious stories about Brittany that I want to go off on. She wants to pop off. But I am gonna, I'm not, I'm done, okay? I'm done. I'm a nice girl. My mom raised me better than this. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Talkspace. You guys know I love therapy. And I've noticed that a lot of people do think that seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but they don't necessarily know if they have the time to find one, to meet with them, can they afford them? Well, guess what? Here's my answer to everybody with those questions. Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help that you want easy, accessible, and affordable. With Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you typically within 48 hours. So quick. And it's incredibly convenient because you get to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. I remember the old school days when I'd have to go to a therapist's office. No, that ship has sailed. Now you can sit down on your couch at your house with your therapist. And I absolutely love this. This is very special too. Talkspace lets you send messages to your therapist so you don't necessarily have to wait for your next session. That is huge because sometimes I see my therapist, then something comes up, I have a week to go. No, you just text away. And Talkspace can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. It's the number one online therapy platform for a reason. They have licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and so much more. You name it, they've 
got it. And Talkspace is secure and private. They use the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. And I know this is the number one concern for people. Talkspace is affordable and in-network with most major insurers. No more excuses. What are you waiting for? I'm telling you, it's the best gift you can give to yourself. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash Taylor. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Taylor. That's T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. You guys know I love my therapy. That's Talkspace.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. Man, this is like harder than I expected. I'm having a really hard time giving this. It's kind of become like my identity. Speaking of, I just want to speak to the trolls for one second here. I am not like you. (laughs) I'm better than you. But like, really, am I? Nope, she's not. But I just want to be clear. Just to be clear, because... You guys all know I played the voicemail from the woman. I, I mean, I'm still convinced this day. It's like Brittany Mahomes fucking Ann. But that left me that voicemail who doesn't know who I am yet somehow found my website. Whatever. I digress. But that woman, okay, she's not the reason I'm doing this because I'm not trying to send a message to trolls like if you harass me, if you leave me really mean voicemails where you basically say I'm not important, you don't even know my name. That will not change my mind about things, okay? This This decision to be done, okay, with the Brady Mahomes of it all, it actually came last week. So there was a video that came out. Maybe it was two weeks ago at this point. And Brittany was, after I think the playoff game, she was walking with Patrick and she was looking for like the exits basically. And the headlines were like, Brittany Mahomes rudely or like Brittany Mahomes shows her privilege or like Brittany Mahomes acting like a Karen looking for the manager um, trying to exit stadium. And I was like, ooh, yeah, just my cup of tea. Exactly what I want, right? It's like, validation like I've been saying for so long she's rude she sprays champagne she's obnoxious she thinks she's better than that's always been like my platform to stand on to uh, justify me feeling the way I do about Brittany right and saying the things that I say about her so I was I, I was ready baby bring it on and I watched the video and the way it was such a nothing burger it actually made me feel bad like I was like oh my god had I not watched this I would have just popped off like yes honey she is validated and I honestly would have looked like a fool because it was so nothing it actually made me start to question everything I've seen on TikTok I know can you imagine TikTok actually not being a source of journalism that we can trust but I was like wait so the opinions on TikTok even the opinions of like friends of mine that kind of got me to this place in the first place made me go like, hmm, and scratch my head. Maybe people are blowing the Brittany Mahomes of it all out of proportion. Maybe she isn't so bad. Maybe she's a silly girl that like gets a little too excited, acts annoying, has a few too many cockies, and like doesn't mean she think it'll be fun with people below her spraying champagne and nobody thought it was funsies. This is the shit that I would do. And then I'd be like, oh, I made a bad. How do I apologize? And like I would here and there, but you know, the retractions never get seen, right? It's only like the accusation or the bad thing. And like if a newspaper runs a story that's fraudulent and you're like fraudulent, can't run that. It's not true. Even if they have to redact, which is like, or retract, which is few and far between. 
the accusations on page one and the retraction is on like fucking 37. No one sees it. So, you know, maybe like Brittany does do things and the next day she regrets them. And I, how could I not like admit to relating to that so hardcore? Anyway, I saw the video, it was a nothing burger, and I was like, this is stupid. This is stupid. Like, people are coming after her, like me. <laughs> like, after seeing that video, I was like, I will be a fool to die on this hill. Like, it ain't right, you know what I mean? And just because I want the result to be in my favor doesn't mean that I, like, doesn't mean that I'm blind to logic. It's illogical to drag her for that. And so that was when I started to question everything I've done. Like hating Brittany Mahomes cannot be my personality trait. It has been a blast with you guys, but like, uh, so anyway, so that happened, right? And I was like, okay, for Lent, I'm going to give this up, the Brittany Mahomes of it all. And then like two days later, she posts on her Instagram story. I take rumors as a compliment. The fact that you're bringing my name onto tables I don't sit at shows your obsession. (laughs) Stay bothered. And I was like, ah, ah, like the way I was like, I take some backsies. I take some backsies. But no, 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 no. I'm a good girl. So I ignored it. But then the Lord tested my soul when again just a few days later the news breaks that Brittany Mahomes is going to be in this year's Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition enraged There are no, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, again. And the amount of fucking DMs, the amount of texts I got about it, I was dying. I was like, fuck it, I quit. I'm back in, bitches. But no, I gathered myself. It's like, um, is what's called immersion therapy? Is that a thing? It's like, you just have to fully, you have to face your demons head on, okay? So I went and I clicked the link. And I looked at this like minute long video of her on set with Sports Illustrated, taking pictures in all these different bikinis, smiling, like looking really confident. And I was like, you go, Glen Coco. You live your best life, queen. Like, she really looked so gorgeous. She looked so happy. She looked so proud of herself. And her body was banging. Like, who knew she had that bod underneath all those tacky clothes? See, I did it. I did it. I, was, I did it bad. I did it bad. I'm sorry, Brittany. I'm sorry. And also, your clothes are getting so much better. Kinda. But man, she looked fire. Like a 90s supermodel icon. Legit. I'm not blowing smoke in those Sports Illustrated pictures. And I was like, honestly... A bitch could never, never, like, I have mad respect. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Quince. I don't know about you, but my closet has been so chaotic. She is cramped with so many clothes and yet nothing to freaking wear. 
It's so overwhelming. It's so stressful, but I have the secret. Mm-hmm. Here's a secret. Upgrade to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Boom, mic drop. You're welcome. It's the truth. I have a wardrobe of luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters that are like butter, washable silk tops. I mean, the amount of money I save on dry cleaning alone and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And guess what? All that staying on my budget. She's giving quiet luxury at an affordable price, honey. So I love Quince for so many reasons, but the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I just actually got my wife for Christmas, Australian shirling scuff slippers. Yes, if you know, you know what I'm talking about. And guess what? On Quince, they are half the price of those other Australian shirling slippers. And also, FYI, they just got them back in stock. Yeah, it was hard to get them for a while because of the holidays and stuff. But I know you're like, Taylor, how does Quince do it? It's a great question. Let me answer. They do it by partnering directly with top factories. So Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which obviously we love. What are you waiting for? Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Taylor for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Yeah. With that kind of a policy, you know, they know they've got the good, good. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. I love a let's ride this till the bitter end girly. And that's Brittany. She's like besties with Taylor Swift, which has like so many eyes on her. Also, she's married to literally, I'm going to say the greatest quarterback of all time. Does he talk like Kermit the Frog? Yes. Does he have a dad bod? And from some angles, even according to him. Does he walk around like a baby with a poopy diaper? Yes, he does. But despite all those things, he is so, I mean, when I was watching the Super Bowl, and I'm not a sports expert, okay? Go sports. But the time management that this man has, listen, I'm from Boston. Like, even if you don't like sports, you like have to like the Patriots. I was a part of the Tom Brady Patriot dynasty, okay? But like Tom was, I don't know what happened to him, but he was sexy, very sexy marriage to Giselle. It was like when people would hate on us, it was like, oh yeah, you hate them because you're just jealous of their sexiness. And also he was like so good at football. But Patrick Mahomes has like a lot of things that you can nitpick him for. Like, he does this little weird thing with his finger in betwixt plays. Like, looks like he's fingering the football. Ah! And I don't say, like, I'm not like, ooh, fingering a football. I'm a lesbian. Like, I'm like, ooh, it makes me gag. But, like, even despite all these things that I could, like, take pot shots at, the man is so good at football. Oh, my God. So, like, yeah, she's also married to, like, the greatest football player of all time, but yet she's like, that's not enough for me. Like, and I'm not saying it's great to be a wife, it's great to be a mom, but, like, I kind of, I appreciate the boss bitch vibes. Like, she's like, I'm not just going to rest on my laurels, and it's, like, all about him, and I'm just, like, along for the ride. Like, I could do my own shit, too. And, yes, I know, haters will say, well, that's why she got it, Taylor. Duh, I fucking know. But what she did, yeah, your connections, nepotism, whatever, can get you in the door. But what you do with the opportunity afterwards, that's on you. 
and she looked good and confident. Like, I was looking at her Sports Illustrated video and I was like, oh, she fucking deserves to be there. Like, I was impressed. Also, I can't help but love an underdog. And like, everybody hated her. And she was like a proverbial football punching bag. Like, it felt safe to hate on Brittany Mahomes. And then Tay-Tay Swift came in and she was like, not on my watch. This is also why I love Taylor. Like, she's like, yeah, everybody hates you for like literally no reason. And I'm going to, I'm queen of the world and I'm going to make you my friend or my bestie or whatever. And watch, we're going to, we're going to spin this around. We're going to change the narrative and it's working. If anybody's proof of it, it's me. So... Brittany Truce, <laughs> because I'm sure she's heard all about me. But yeah, I guess I'm done with this one-sided fight with Brittany Mahomes. And I also think this is an important message I'm sending because, because it's never too late to turn around the hate. And I just rhymed and I didn't even mean to. Honestly, I see a slogan in our future. But like what she's doing is she's like, maybe, maybe, okay? Just, I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm just bringing in like a theory, okay? Just bear with me, okay? There's a point to this. But I just feel like maybe, you know, like Taylor Swift takes a liking to her and invites her to dinner with like Sophie Turner, Blake Lively. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. I'm just a normal girl. Yeah, my husband's the goat, but like, ooh, like these are like no joke bad bitches. Like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to wear? How am I going to do my hair? And then her stylist that hates her and her hairstylist that hates her did her dirty. Again, I'm getting tempted, but I'm being naughty, but just ignore what I just said. But no, she like gets dressed up. She like does her best and she goes to the table and like, you know, she's probably like nervous and trying to fit in. But like, wow, Taylor Swift's so normal and like Blake Lively is so nice and like Sophie Turner is like bearing her soul and like they're including her in the conversation. She's like one of the gals and like as she sits there, her confidence builds and she's like, oh my God, like I do deserve to be here. Celebrity stars, they're just like us. They're just people. And like, yes, everybody knows I'm here at the dinner table because of my friend Taylor Swift. Flex a little, but like, so what? You got at the table and now you're here. And if everybody walked away liking you from that dinner, that's on you. Taylor Swift will get you into the dinner, but she can't make her friends like you. And so here I was being all jealous of her and thinking she didn't deserve it. When in reality, she represents all of us. Like you get an opportunity to do something out of your comfort zone that's fabulous, you fucking do it. And you step up your pussy. Pussy's out, pussy's wagging. My name is Taylor and my pussy's here. That's what you do. And you make everybody like you and then you've earned your seat at the table. And that is a victorious tale that inspires me. And I can't believe I'm admitting this on the air. But I channeled Brittany Mahomes at a recent dinner I went to, and it worked. I've never felt more connected to Brittany Mahomes. So I'm done being jealous with Brittany, and I'm using Brittany as my inspiration. You're the reason for my life. You're my inspiration. I got invited to go to a very fabulous influencer dinner and that bitch was nervous and I was worried about my hair and worried about my outfit and am I gonna fit in and I don't deserve it to see this table. I'm the caboose. Like, I felt like it was just gonna be like, oh, Taylor Strecker's coming? Who's Taylor Strecker? 
And then it's like, oh, Claudia's friend. Claudia's lesbian friend. Claudia's old lesbian friend is coming. Everybody be nice to the old lesbian. Me and Brittany Mahomes. Same, same. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Taylor Farms. Taylor Farms Chopped Salad Kits deliver the freshest, best-tasting salads to eat at home or on the go across North America. When people think salad kits, I think sometimes they're like, eh, it's like old lettuce, it's limp lettuce, it's just like sad little salads. Well, not Taylor Farms Chopped Salad Kits, guys. They defy boring in every bag with over 30 flavors. Each base is a unique blend of greens and veggies created to perfectly complement the toppings and dressings to deliver the best tasting flavor forward salad kits. They're so good. I can't even pick my favorites. That's how good every single one is. They have so many different flavors in them. They are chopped, chopped, chopped so finely. They are almost like salad artists. They just know all the combinations with all the veggies, all the savory, all the sweet, and the dressing. Oh, literally, honey, it's chef's kiss. The salads are pre-washed, pre-cut, and ready to enjoy. So whether you're a busy professional or a home chef, Taylor Farm salads make eating healthy a breeze. And just for the record, I do fancy myself a little bit of a home chef, and I'm also a busy professional, so I cover all the bases. I'm telling you, Taylor Farms chopped salad kits save my life on a regular basis. Sometimes for lunch, I'm in a rush. I just literally take the kit as is, make it, bada bing, bada boom, delicious, healthy, fresh. There's no need for a knife with their delicious twist on a steakhouse favorite. Oh God, you guys, it's this crisp romaine lettuce, chopped broccoli stock, red and savory cabbage, green onion and carrots, and they top it all with crispy fried onions. Oh my God, my mouth is watering. And then you just add crumbles of smoky bacon. Yeah, they have all of this in the salad kit. And then of course, you finish it off with a drizzle of their decadent blue cheese dressing in a bag they do it all for you believe me when i say taylor farms is going to change the way you do food purchase taylor farms chopped salad kits where you like to shop available at all major grocery stores and now back to the podcast but just like Brittany, i showed up in a tacky jumpsuit with rhinestones just kidding i wore a fabulous bodycon dress by noma kamali i had the best fucking time ever at truly an epic influencer dinner for so many reasons so anyway so claudia planned a dinner i guess that you could technically call it an influencer dinner a couple weeks ago and it was obviously Claudia it was also going to be Shannon Ford because she was in town from Nashville and her and Claudia are like thick as thieves go back for a long time and also Claudia was at a birthday party recently and became literal besties with Tinks and Tinks was in town so she wanted to have a dinner for the two of those gals also not Claudia kind of brokering like a peace treaty and then Paige Sorbo because she's just so fab and then me me little old me I was like honored, but also simultaneously shitting my pants. Like I was like, no, Claudia, I'm the caboose. Everybody's going to be like, what's she doing there? Who's that random girl? Just like everybody is just so on their influence game and crushing and like legit. And I was just like, oh God, like I was so excited to be invited. But then I was also immediately like, oh, I don't think I deserve to have a seat at the table. I don't know. Claudia's going to be like, she's going to hear this. She's going to be like, Taylor, cut it out. Claudia is my number one champion. She's such a fucking good friend. God, the way I love Claudia. Like, she really is. She really is just like dragging my dead weight all around this town. 
all around New York City. No, I'm joking. It, she'll be mad at me. She'll be so mad at me. Claudia, I know, working on my confidence, working on my confidence. But my point is, I felt going to this dinner probably the same way Brittany Mahomes felt about going to her dinner with Taylor Swift and her girlies. And it was, it was so much fucking fun. Like, obviously, I've known Paige forever through Hannah, but like, I mean, now for so long, and I love Paige. But like, I hadn't met Shannon. I hadn't met Tinks. And like Claudia has like said the most amazing things about both of them, but like you just, you never know. And even when it comes to like, I mean, like real talk, even just mixing friends in general can be like overwhelming and stressful. Do you know what I mean? But like the second everybody showed up to Emilio's Bellato, like that is the exact same restaurant that Brittany Mahomes met Taylor and her crew at for dinner. And then like Tinks walked right up to me and she was like, oh my God, I cannot believe we've never met. Like, that's crazy. We've never met. Like, that seems wrong, right? I was like, okay, she knows who I am. (laughs) And then, ah, don't even get me started on Shannon Ford. So I actually went to the dinner pretty much knowing everybody but Tinks. But then like I sat like right next to Tinks. I didn't want to be like pushy singing next to her, but like it just so happened that I ended up singing next to her because Paige had a seat against boxes, which is just like the craziest thing in the world that she was up against boxes because it's like restaurants like literally so high caliber. But that's what happens when you're in the back room. But like only the teeny tiniest person could sit in that seat. So Paige was like, don't worry, Taylor, you're elderly. Please, I'll take this seat. So I ended up sitting next to Tinks and like, Just such a down-to-earth girly. My kind of bitch. I really loved her. It felt like I was hanging out with, like, one of my friends that I went to college with. Does that make sense? Like, she gives college friend vibe. Super down-to-earth, super real, super honest, like, doesn't mince words, fucking funny. Oh, and you'd be so proud of me. I didn't bring up serious wants to tanks, right? Boom, brownie points for Tay-Tay. Not once. I didn't say that I worked there. I didn't say that they fired me. I didn't tell her that I cried. <laughs> I found she to show there. I'll save that for the next time we hang out. And I cried because... Tinks is cool, so her working at Sirius made Sirius cool again. Do you know what I'm saying? That's why I cried. Like, I was like, no. It's like when somebody becomes that you, like, think is awesome, becomes friend with, like, your enemy. You're like, oh, you're validating that they're cool. That's why I cried. And now I feel like a loser, and I wish I hadn't admitted that. But anyway, this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by eHarmony. Finding someone who gets you is hard, right? Well, you're not alone. That's because we're human and there's a lot of different people out there, which is why eHarmony's personality-based dating app helps you find someone you can be your whole self with, someone you can be fully comfortable with. I have been guilty of changing who I am. I had a boyfriend in college. Oh, God, my first boyfriend in high school. I literally wore hemp maxi skirts for, okay? He liked to listen to the String Cheese Incident, which I still to this day couldn't tell you one of their songs, but I pretended to just so that he would like me. And I can't blame that boyfriend. I have myself to blame, but a lot of times we kind of like change who we are to fit the mold of what we think somebody wants us to be. But honey, it ain't right. You need to be exactly who you are and find somebody who loves you for you. And are you listening to this podcast? Hello, my wife is doing this podcast with me. She clearly accepts me for me. We are obsessed with each other and we are obsessed with exactly who each other is. Like my favorite things about her are the weird things. And 
Honestly, I think that that's the real secret to a long-lasting relationship. Real love. That's real love, baby. And that's what true connection and compatibility are all about. Being seen, being heard, and being understood. And that's why more people are turning to eHarmony. When you match based on personality, you're already one step ahead when it comes to getting to know one another. So try eHarmony and get started today for free. eHarmony. Get who gets you. And now back to the podcast. But like when everybody was sharing stories and honey, that sea was piping hot. Um, I guess it was piping hot, but I wouldn't know because I like didn't know anyone that they were talking about. Not me on my phone in a panic Googling all the names I was hearing. <laughs> at one point I was like, I don't, because Claudia looked at me and she's like, Taylor doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. I was like, I don't, don't call me out, bitch. And like also like I don't have the best hearing. So like <laughs> sometimes struggle with hearing things. So I don't know if I just didn't know names or I just like, needed my hearing aids. Oh, and then at the end when the bill came, we like all threw our credit cards in and he brought all of them back to Tink's. Like she just like grabbed the bill and had like all the receipts. And she was like, what's the percentage? Like, what would it be? Cause she was like working it out in her head. You know, we were gonna help each other do math. And I was like, Tink's the way I cannot see this bill. Like I do not have my reading glasses with me. All I see is blurs and don't even get me started on Shannon Ford. I love her to an unhealthy level. I'm so obsessed with her. Literally, my wife is like no joke for real, not LOL, not for funsies. So jealous of how much I love Shannon. Claudia gets all the commission on this friendship, okay? She brokered this friendship. So Shannon and I actually got to meet before this dinner. So I, I we were like peas and carrots going into the dinner. But like... We were podcasting together. We were doing a pod swap. And the way she was even texting, I was like, oh, everything Claudia said about Shannon is true. She's like the nicest person on the face of the fucking planet. She had me at, you look like a housewife of New York City. Literally, I walked into the Toast studio and she was like, you're giving me housewife vibes. I was like, you're my best friend forever and ever. Anyway, I just, I love her in bits and pieces. We both talk so fast. We like went out afterwards for like some sushi and some cocktails. And we like, of course, we were like kibitzing about like the industry and like gossip and like tea and whatever. But like, we also like bonded on such a deep level. Like we're so similar. And no, Shannon is not a late in life closeted lesbian like I, but like we just have so many things, sensibilities in common. I feel like we kind of like see the world the same way. I'm going to toot my own horn, but like we're both like, we are both really nice. We really are really nice people. And She's just so wonderful and it was just a great dinner and I just felt very like hashtag blessed and like now I know what it feels like to be Brittany Mahomes going to a dinner with Taylor Swift squad. Anyway, so I'm done kissing everybody's butts. <laughs> Back to Shannon real quick because the craziest thing happened. It was so fucking New York. So we pod swapped, make sure to listen to her on mine and me on hers. But we pod swapped and then we were like, uh, I can't say no. So we went out for a cockatiz at this restaurant called Lure. It's fucking great. It's been around for a gajillion years. It's in Soho. And honestly, it's, it's, it's a staple. It's always fucking good. Highly recommend. And I want to be clear. This story by no means is me trying to shed bad light on Lure. I'm just being honest about where it happened. We go to Lurd. When you go to Lurd, you have to walk down the stairs, okay? It's almost like, it's not in a basement, but it's like like subterranean level. There are two windows. That's kind of an important detail. It's not like a lot of people walking by. Like, it's kind of like, it's underground. It's chill. It's like supposed to like look like the inside of a boat. Anyway, 
it's kind of important, that detail, because it makes sense why we were so confused after this thing that happened happened. So we're at the bar and we're like, and we've been there for hours at this point. So like, we probably got there around like, I don't know, four. And now it's like, <laughs> and now it's like 637 and we're getting a little tipsy and people are starting to come in for the dinner reservation. So we're at the bar and like one side of the, you walk into the restaurant and it's like the right side is like all like banquettes and like tables and the left half of the restaurant is pretty much all bar. So it's like some bar seating, but like mostly like a bar, like a proper bar with like stools and stuff. And it's starting to get kind of crowded. So we were like wrapping up. We were like about to get the check and leave out of nowhere. This guy from the back of the restaurant. I was sitting facing the back of the restaurant. Shannon was sitting facing the front of the restaurant. So between the two of us, we saw a 360 perspective of this. I see out of the corner of my eye, a guy barreling through the bar section, knocking people over. He was knocking people off their fucking stools. That's how fast he was running. It was like, he was like a linebacker in the middle of the Super Bowl. It was un... Is that what linebackers do? They hit people? Was he a running back? Was he a linebacker? I don't know. You know what I'm fucking talking about. So anyway, bar- barreling. I use that term literally, not exaggeratively. Literally barreling through the restaurant. And then you hear this guttural scream. A woman. And she goes, my bag. Like that, my bag. So... I'm a New Yorker. I've had like unhinged people literally throw things at me on the subway. I had a guy goose me one time that's sticking his finger basically up your butt. I had uh, somebody scream literally my face being all over me. I didn't fucking flinch, bitches, because she's a fucking New Yorker, okay? So I am like trained in the art of New York City warfare for this type of shit. And when I tell you, I was, first of all, Fight or flight? No. There's another category. It's freeze. I freeze the fuck up. In my mind, I was like, if there was an apocalypse, I'd have that gun and I'd be killing those zombies. No. I would be dead meat immediately. So I totally froze. And Shannon, meanwhile, little Miss Flight over here, literally, she took flight. She jumped out of her fucking seat like a little lemur. And she, like, perched herself atop of the bar. And I also, when I did finally get movement, I went and grabbed my bag, which is like, bitch, nobody wants your vintage fashion file Gucci bag. But I grabbed it nonetheless because like, I don't want to get a new license. That's a pain in the ass. But anyway, it was like a total kerfuffle. And then you just heard this, bam. And then everybody was kind of silent. Some people were like running after the guy. They were like standing at the bar, honestly. Like, let's get a blowjob for the guys at the bar that ran out literally like the epitome of a good Samaritan. So like, we're all kind of in shock. And like, once the dust kind of settles and we feel like it's safe and everyone's asking questions like, what was that? What just happened? Did someone steal a bag? What was the bag? How much was the bag? Is the woman okay? Is the woman outside? Like, it was just like, it was very confusing. And so it's like a little bit of a game of telephone, right? And everybody's at the bar, like kind of like, asking questions of like the staff that works there and then like, you know, spreading probably lies of a messy game of telephone. But basically it's like, okay, so we're putting it all together and basically a woman was at the back of the restaurant and this guy came in out of fucking nowhere and he stole her bag. And we were all, we're all like, it was a broken bag. It was like a 20K bag. Like it must've been like, you don't lose your shit like that over something that's not a broken bag. 
So like all of us are debating like, is that how you react to a bag? Like the way this woman screamed, I swear to God, I was like, honestly, I think that this is like the movie Ransom. And like they had the ransom money in her Birkin bag. And like she ran after him because she was like, my bag, but also my child. Like it was that intense. And then it was kind of like, okay, yes, like, if it was my scenario where her child was taken for ransom, we understand her reaction. But if it wasn't, it's like, yeah, 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 the bad's expensive, but like also like, bitch, you gotta insure that shit. And then all like, it's New York City, who's gonna have bad insurance? But then it's also like, well, like it's just a thing, you know? Like this is your safety, that's just a thing. Anyway, so we've got like this great debate going on talking about like that dynamic. And then a guy that was standing next to us comes back from outside and he's like, I got the full scoop. We're like, okay, he's like, I literally just ran out. He's like, I am not trying to be a hero. I'm not trying to like, you know, get some ass tonight. I'm just being honest. Like, that's my reaction. Fight or flight, I fucking always fight. It's like the craziest thing ever, even when I don't have any skin in the game. He was a complete stranger. So he ran, so it was the guy running out and then the woman, her bag running after him. And then this guy also ran after him. So he saw the whole fucking thing. So he said that, the guy that had the bag, the, the assailant, if you will, is that the proper term? The bad guy, he, so there's two doors, okay? So there's like these like wood swinging doors like that on a ship at Lore. And then there's like a set of like glass doors that like in the winter, and then there's a set of glass doors, okay? And one of the glass doors was open, but I guess that like the other glass door was like bolted down like in like lock position. So this guy ran out the first set of doors, the wooden doors got through, and then he went to run out the second door and he just thought he could probably like open up the door, like push it out and open it. But it was fucking like dead bolted down. So he fucking smashed through the door. He shattered it. He ran through a glass door. That's crazy. And then he ran up the stairs and then there was like a brand new Jeep Cherokee Cherokee. Then there was a brand new Jeep Cherokee waiting for him. Like there was a driver and he jumped in it and they drove away. So then we're like, wait a second. Whoa, what the fuck is going on? Meanwhile, also not this guy's friend. Who's the hero. So the hero, we can give the credit. Like I'll give him the handy in the fucking bathroom. Just as like, thank you for being a good Samaritan. His fucking friend was like, oh, I also ran too. We're like, no, you did dick. You were literally hiding right here with us. Then we're like, wait a second. I'm like, no offense to Lur. Okay, Lur is great. But like, Lur is not the kind of place that you like go to to like think you're going to get a Birkin bag to steal. Like, I'm like, these guys must have been like following her. She was being targeted. Again, my theory about the ransom. I'm like, they have her child. Uh, By the way, that theory is not the truth. So I'm like, something's up. Like, that's weird because I remember in the height of COVID when restaurants finally opened, but it was all like outdoor seating, like Cipriani and Nello and like Nobu, like these really well-known, super expensive restaurants would get hit by these robbers because it's like everybody's sitting outdoors. So you don't have to go into a restaurant and it's like you drive by and it's like Birkenbag, Birkenbag, Rolex, huge ring. And they would just like heist the entire place, like run over to tables with guns and be like, give me your watch, give me your bag, give me your ring. They would just like clean house. They probably walked away with like hundreds of thousands, honestly, if not millions, like it's disgusting and insane. But like, I remember that was a thing that was happening. So it was like, okay, so like, Let's not bring fancy shit out and go eat outside of the fancy restaurant. Like they were, the restaurants themselves are being targeted. Okay. No one specific, just the restaurant itself. And they cleaned up because they weren't wrong. But Laura's not like that. And it's downstairs. I just didn't understand how we got from these guys. Like 
How did they even know to come in here and steal her Birkin bag? This is just incredible. This is just crazy. So anyway, Shannon's like, I'm going to go investigate. So she goes outside and she like, he straps on the cops talking to the woman. And apparently they were like, where did you come from? And this woman said, my husband, fiance, whatever. And I just came from Cartier. Apparently there's a Cartier in Soho. So they were at Cartier shopping and these guys must've just been like sitting outside of Cartier for whatever reason, just seeing who came and who went and where they went and following them. But they came out of Cartier and they had, I believe, two bracelets her engagement ring or something. Maybe she was like getting it resized and their wedding bands. Oh my God. And I don't know if this part of the story is true, but it's true to me. And it was all inside a $20,000 broken bag. Who fucking knows? But anyway, but the Cartier thing is definitely for sure. So the cops were like, yeah, they targeted you. Like they saw you come out of the store. Who knew if they were targeting them specifically or just anybody walking out of the store. But, and then they walked over from Cartier to Lure. And that was, that's how they fucking did it not to be like this and all and not to make this tragedy about me, but like, I told you so. Hello, fake bags, bitches. Fennel 2024, I told you. And now I feel fully justified in my Fennel purchases. Fine, steal it. It was $200 out of a fucking cardboard box. Live your best life. Anyway, guys, that is it for me this week. And let me just say, because it is the week of Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And I know you're like, fuck Valentine's Day. And you're right, fuck Valentine's Day. It sucks, okay? Whether you're single or in a relationship, it really sucks no matter how you slice it or dice it. You're like, wait, what has happened, Taylor? What's happened? You know what? I'm just saying, happy Valentine's Day. It's all about the love this week. And while we're on the topic of love, I love you guys, okay? I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. If you're an OG, yes, bitch. If you're new, yes, bitch. Thank you guys so much. The way I love this job and the way I love doing this podcast and the way I love that I get to do my radio show and the way I love that I get to do all of these things and it's only thanks to you guys. So I just want to say on Valentine's Day, y'all are my fucking Valentines. I love you to bits and pieces. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for fucking with me. Like, legit from the bottom of my heart and um, just so many kisses to you. Legit. Big, fucking, fat, spitty, sloppy smooches. I love you guys so much. You guys, that's it for us. Have a great rest of your week. Don't forget, hey, I just gave you some Valentine love. Give me some. Rate, review, and subscribe. It means the world to us podcasters. And yeah, that's it for us. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.